Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. Let the word go forth. Fool me once. Are you fired up? I'm not a crook. Are you ready to go? Shame on, shame on you. It's Abe Lincoln's Top Hat, hosted by Ben Kissel. Boom, you can't get fooled again. Hey, what's up, everyone? How you doing? Ben Kissel here, hanging out with Travis Irvine. Hello, Ben. And Fernando. Hello, Ben. Thank you all so much for listening. Hope you're doing well out there. Got another fantastic episode for you. A bunch of stuff to get to. And some of it's not good. <laughs> Isn't that something? What? Isn't that something? Isn't that something? What the what now? What, what? now? Sacramento. Good. Let's go to Sacramento just real quick. I mentioned this on the last episode, sort of in passing. So this is what I was referring to in Sacramento. There is a sheriff's office in Sacramento. It's led by this guy named Jim Cooper, right? Mm. Not mm. to be confused with Agent Cooper from Twin Peaks, a man who was only looking for answers. <laughs> Unlike Jim Cooper, who is looking for all of your personal data via your license plate. In 2015, there was a law that passed that was supposed to limit data sharing from police departments after they scan your license plate. They weren't supposed to be able to do anything with that data. However, many law enforcement agencies across California are. 71 police departments in 22 California counties have been doing this data research basically scanning people's license plates, and then they can share that data with other individual police departments across the country, like Alabama, Oklahoma, and Texas. That matters because all of those states have outlawed abortion. So a lot of people are concerned that the data that is being collected by these law enforcement agencies could then be used by agencies in other states. They might have slightly different laws than we have here in California to criminalize, demonize, and intrude on people's civil liberties all over this fine country of ours. Well, if you're if you're like interpreting the law to the letter, then these LPRs, license plate readers, Ben, they're used for stuff like serious crimes like homicide, child trafficking, human trafficking, kidnapping. So if you think that maybe have giving someone an abortion is falls into one of those things, then you might be inclined to use this data. And I mean, mm. the, the laws are the laws in those states, Alabama, Oklahoma, and Texas. So according to the Electric Frontier Foundation, it's the EFF. They're a group that fights for digital rights. They have asked the sheriff's office in Sacramento to stop giving out this data because, again, they're worried that it will be used against people who come from states that have uh, much different laws right. regarding uh, abortion than we do here in California. Yeah. So that was just the story that I wanted to share. I know that people know 
that these law enforcement agencies are scanning our license plates and they have all the data. And uh, it's just another reminder of just how big tech is completely out of control. And it's being used by human beings to destroy other human beings because they break laws that were created by human beings. Right, exactly. And this is in Sacramento, California, right? I mean, right. My, again, not a, a liberal state, a blue state, a Democrat-run state, but it doesn't matter when it comes to law enforcement trying to snoop in and violate your Fourth Amendments. It seems to happen in whatever state one party is in control. I do got to give a shout-out to this group, EFF. That's great. Because EFF, EFF. EFF is still pronounced just F. And so I <laughs> yep. say F everybody who's violating your Fourth Amendment rights. Thank you to well, EFF there, for fighting words right. There you go. Also in California, interestingly enough, some of the first people, if you do call 911, some of the first deputized objects that you will see are drones. Mm. So oh, drones good. are now, <laughs> yes, drones are now being dispatched from the roof of a station in Santa Monica, California. Officers respond, uh, you know, they try to do as best they can, but these drones can get there in around 30 seconds. And all you got to do is type in the GPS on the uh, controller there and then boom, a drone can show up and I don't even know, hold you at gunpoint or something yeah. until the cops show up to beat you up. <laughs> I don't know what the hell. It just sucks. It just because, of course, if you run from the drone, I believe you're running from law enforcement. Yeah. Right. Next thing you know, you're right. being hunted down by a series of, again, deputized robots that are humming around in the sky. But they ain't birds. That's right. Well, I remember us covering a situation where a farmer shot down a drone because he was nervous. It was spying on him and his crops or whatever in michigan i think his daughter that's right all of it i mean yes. what are these drones doing are do drones are drones police officers now i know dogs are. are and horses are but drones i don't know and i like i kind of like the horses that's just, <laughs> uh you bring up a really valid point about the slippery slope ben like can i run away from a drone i know for sure if i damage the drone they'll say i'm damaging police property yeah that's that's right. uh yeah. vandalism yeah but if i run away from it hmm that's well, crazy to think about. According to, according to Peter Lashley, he's a veteran of law enforcement. He says it's a fundamental change in the way that we can bring policing services to our city. So not to be totally um, diabolical. Mm -hmm. There is possibly some good things that could happen here. You're stranded in the middle of freaking nowhere. You call 911. You need help. You're the on your way to comes. Vegas. Yeah. And a drone's able to come and. I guess tell people where you are. Right. But the, <laughs> the, I'm not sure if the positives outweigh the negatives here, but there yeah. are some positives, obviously. Right. Does a drone stop domestic violence from occurring? I guess they'll catch it on video. But uh, what, uh, what, yes. The past two stories, it's what I'm seeing is automation. We're seeing police and law enforcement really turn to automation. Like we just had a suspected murderer in San Mateo get caught by these automatic license plate readers. And now these drones are being used by police officers. Basically, they're they're using it to enhance the visibility. They're using it to enhance domestic security, but yeah. surveillance, really. It reminds me of when they were able to uh, use infrared cameras in the 90s. That's when they started doing that to bust all those people growing weed in their house. Oh, yeah. Right. A total violation as well. But something that's been upheld in the courts and the way that these 
the way that the courts are going, I, I can't imagine. And the way that the powers that be are pulling the strings behind the courts, there's a lot of money in tech. And I can't imagine that these are going to be deemed unlawful, even though I believe that they should be. So the drone has a super powerful camera, right? They can, they can zoom in several blocks and they can zoom in close enough to read a license plate. So in Santa Monica, the drone camera was the only witness in a brutal robbery, for example. Ooh, so ah. that was good. One of the two suspects was uh, apprehended and convicted, and at least three occasions, it provided responding officers with critical information they would not have had without the drone. So there will be some good things, of course, that can come from this. And at least three occasions, it did provide responding officers with some information they would not have had. In this case, some subjects were uh, holding what appeared to be guns, but they were not real firearms. And then so they say, then the police say, well, then we weren't as aggressive. Mm. Oh, so there okay. Interesting. So this is a situation. It's like all surveillance, right? If humans right. are harming other humans or if humans are violating other humans' rights, and a drone is there, it serves as a way to make sure the perpetrators are caught, apprehended, and brought to justice. However, just like with any surveillance, if a drone is just watching people mind their own business and not do anything wrong, that is an egregious violation of your Fourth Amendment rights, your privacy. And that's, I think, when drones, I would say, go too far. Yeah, absolutely. So the drones are now first responders. It's going to be interesting. Apparently, the courts have said that it is unconstitutional to have blanket surveillance over an entire city with drones, although you don't really need them because there's cameras freaking yeah, everywhere. Right? Yeah. Pay readers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I don't know if that's really coming true when it's uh, when it comes to the Supreme Court. There's also people see something, say something. That's that's what we've been told for 20 years since 9-11. So anyway, that's just the new world that we're living in. If you call the police, expect to have a little drone show up at your door. Beep, boop, beep, boop. What I want would be what the, the little bit of caveat you discussed, discussed in there, that police would then pull back, would be less aggressive because of the drones, that they would think the drones could, you know. Ass- until they tie a bomb to the goddamn thing and it, run it into your house. Exactly. Until they weaponize <laughs> yeah. it. Until the license plate reader isn't looking for criminals. It's just looking for the guy who keeps talking bad about Hunter Biden. You exactly. know what I mean? Sure. I mean, yeah. hell, I mean, Travis's case, this Borges guy who got sentenced to five years imprisonment, he hell called yeah. the police on Travis's family exactly. when he was still in, he was in Los Angeles with me. Right. <laughs> What's to stop a drone from showing up at the freaking house, scaring his parents shitless. And next thing you know, I don't know, they bat it down and they're in prison. Oof. Oh my God. Yeah. Right. That's setting is That's why they call it swatting, right? You're setting up the person for failure yes. and it could be a drone today, but then we've talked about it on this show, robot dogs with machine guns on their backs. I mean, what's the next step It's crazy. after this? It really is nuts. And that's the new world that we're living in. And uh, we don't want to be hysterical, but also this is a slippery slope and it's very dangerous. And to be frank with you, I just don't trust the people in charge. I don't trust to the do these things and use them in the proper way. And we've already seen this death by robot. It was mm-hmm. in Dallas. I mean, there was a shooting and it was brutal. I mean, this guy was killing cops. Yes. Uh, the dude yes. uh, ended up being exploded yes. by a drone or by a robot mm-hmm. that was uh, theoretically there to go in and, and help people and put a bomb to it and blew the guy right up. So it's happened before and I'm assuming it will happen again. And uh, if anyone doesn't think they're going to weaponize these drones, 
Well, I got a, I got a, I got a bridge to sell you. There's just too money. There's too much money to be made. Yeah, absolutely. And like you said, I know we're going to get to some numbers here soon about trusting institutions or not, but that's the big problem right now. Sure, we have all this technology that in theory could keep us all safer than ever, but who's in charge of it? How are they using it? And is it being used effectively? And also, who's making these freaking laws? Just because it's a law doesn't mean it's moral. In New York, you know, they're threatening pizza owners when it comes to using uh, you know, brick oven or, or uh, you know, uh, wood wood stoves, things of this nature. Mm. You never know. There's always such strange policies being put forth. And then these drones are just going to, if they follow the letter of the law, everything's illegal. Right. And the drone don't know. It's just doing what a drone do. Exactly. Right, right. I mean, it reminds me of 2013, Eric Gardner. He was basically killed for selling Lucy cigarettes. Right. And you know, sure, I'm sure NYPD, they love doing that kind of stuff. But a drone... A drone could easily do that to some person as well. And then if a drone says, do not move, I don't think you're allowed to move because I think it has the power of a police officer. That's crazy And to next me. thing you know, robots are having sex with your wife. <laughs> <laughs> not just senators. It's just a crazy time to be alive indeed. So hopefully it's used for the greater good. But just again, I don't want a Texas deputized drone that is then inputted with the laws of the land. No to uh, be dictating how I should live my freaking life. Also, if you have, you know, everyone speeds, Mm -hmm. everyone does, everyone breaks the law constantly. Right. And if you have uh, uh, an automated police officer, they are just going to be very annoying. They're going to be a little prickly. Mm. And they're going to be like, you're going 36 and a 35. And I'll be like, God damn it. You tell me I can't cry. Like, oh. Unbutton my shirt a little bit, wink at the drone a little bit to seduce them out of a ticket. What if that's the only way to stop these robots is to cry on them? (laughs) You got to get them wet with tears. Like the Tin Man. Absolutely. (laughs) Undoubtedly, they will monetize it. Exactly what you're saying. So much money. It's going to go to a private company. The private company is going to make all the money. It's the same thing they did in Chicago with the speed cameras. Also in Chicago, you know what we got to get into, boys? Mm. We got to get into the parking meter parking game. Parking meter Ooh, game. I've yes. got to set some up. You're right. This is in Illinois. This story was, uh, I think they paid 1.5 billion bucks to control all the parking meters in right. uh, in Illinois, uh, in Chicago. And it was like 20 years ago. Yep. They're making so much freaking money. So none of that even goes to the state. Yep. Right. Or it's, the it's city. It's horrific. Yeah. Or the city. That's why our roads all suck. That's so, oh God, that's so frustrating. I so remember that story. Company. It yeah. was just like Chicago was in need of a, a, a like a cash infusion short term. So they gave up 20 years of taxpayer dollars going to parking meters. And now they just don't get any of it. They don't get any of it. Now it just goes to a corporation. So it's, oh, anyway, I don't want to turn into Alex Jones here, folks. folks. But I'm going to have to take a tactical bath. They're turning the frogs. <laughs> no, the drone's gay. They're turning the drone. Well, that's the thing. The drone will also be like happy pride. Happy Pride Month. Yeah, yeah. It's wearing a rainbow uh, sticker while it bulldozes down your door. I'm not okay with Sheriff R2-D2. I'm just No, I'm (laughs) fine. I don't, I can't even handle, I can't handle the people, let alone their little robot stooges. People, 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 people. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. 
See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. All right. Well, speaking of crying, oftentimes people do cocaine and cry indeed. We uh, we talked about this on last episode. There was a bunch of coke found in the White House. It's pretty amazing. And uh, now there's a now people are bookies are basically betting on who it is, who's it it, who it belongs to. to. <laughs> so according to Bet Online, it gave uh, it gave Joe Biden's little boy there. It gave him plus one seventy odds that he was the one doing cocaine. Oh. Yes, indeed. Other long shot candidates were Angelina Jolie, one of the Jonas Brothers, Elton John, or Snoop Dogg. Oh, wait, no, that's not Snoop Dogg style. That's interesting. So does that mean Hunter's like the favorite, meaning if you bet on the underdog, you actually win like way more money? Oh, absolutely. In this case, you don't want to bet on Hunter. I mean, what? Yeah, plus 170. You're not getting much of a return whatsoever. He's like the Yukon of the cocaine users. Yes, female basketball team UConn, which is a reference that I'm sure everyone got. <laughs> For this show, so, certainly. <laughs> I would say Elton John. I don't think he was there. I don't think no. Snoop has visited. Angelina Jolie, she's not? What? Maybe she was there. She I could see her tooting it up. She's she busy raising up. her kids. Come on. To be honest with you, I would actually bet Jill. Jill Biden, oh my God. because oh. she is she is plus 10,000. So you put a hundo on that, my friend. Uh, not too shabby. Wait, no, a second. That's bad, actually. Wait, is that okay. bad? Oh, god damn it! Plus ten thousand. Yeah. Plus ten thousand. Yeah. Uh, now I'm, <laughs> now I'm gonna, getting all my betting all wrong. We're gonna do well when we get to Vegas. We're just constantly it. betting on Hunter Biden in the uh, football games. <laughs> yeah. No, that is good. Yeah, plus one. That's good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, because I mean, go. if you actually put the money on Joe Biden and it turns out to be her cocaine, that's a lottery. I mean, come that's on. That is true. OK, <laughs> so that is good. I'm always getting confused on this stuff. This is why I don't do great. No, actually, I do OK. You do, you do a video roulette. Vegas. That's where it's at. Yeah, video roulette. In Costa Rica, there's a group called Bovida, and they gave a tour group guest their favorite odds at negative 400. That's a sports book in Costa Rica. So this is going wild. Um, and it seems as if a lot of people really have Hunter on the brain. Bovida's list uh, carried a few somewhat more probable culprits as well, including janitorial staff. Mm. I, I, oh, you know yeah. what? A White House librarian. She's or plus 3,000. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but librarians, I, I don't really do a lot of coke. They're, they're a heroin people. And, uh, <laughs> and then janitorial staff. I would assume you get tested and stuff if you work at the White House. I bet you it's pretty oh, yeah. strict. Yeah. 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 Yes. I don't 100%. think you're allowed to. So. Yeah. When I when I lived in D.C., is the people who work in the White House are the most straight laced military background people you could ever meet. So you got to think it's got to be a guest. You know. I mean, Richard Branson was a guest of Barack Obama when he was president back in the right. day. And Richard Branson, as he was leaving, Obama was like, "How'd you like the party?" And Branson was like, "Frankly, I wish I had a spliff." And yeah, yep, you yep. know, I mean, if you're a billionaire, you can kind of go to the White House, do whatever you want. 
Well, I'm fairly certain uh, drugs in the White House have gone hand in hand for a long time. I believe Willie smoked on top of the White House. Willie Nelson, of course. That's pretty cool. um, I'm sure there's been a bunch of people smoking at the White House. I would put my money on a guest, too. Someone walking around just in there. You know, yeah, again, no drug testing. They're just hanging out for the day. Mm-hmm. But my understanding is that there's this isn't going to go anywhere. They're not going to explore this. This is this was just a one-day thing and yada, yada, right? Well, they right. do say the Secret Service is on it. They got a bunch of footage. Oh, obviously, yeah. there's a lot of cameras yeah. in the White House. Any yeah. drones? And they say they're going to find out whose Coke this is and hopefully deliver it to them back. <laughs> Coke is not cheap. Of course. As we said in the last show, Secret Service, it's your suspects number one. We know how much those guys love to party. They really do. They really are a bunch of freaking lunatics. I mean, they want to give their life for a present. You know how fucked yeah. up you got to be? Yeah. <laughs> I would I would move out of the way so fast <laughs> if there was a bullet shot at any <laughs> member of the house. I would just be like, yeah, not me. Not it. Yeah. Who are you going Today's for? Today's my day. I'm all coked up. Let's go. Ben uh, Kissel, not a hero. <laughs> but I would protect a lot of other people. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Marjorie yeah. Taylor Greene is not one of them. Oh, okay. As a matter of fact, Marjorie <laughs> Taylor Greene, because of her little dust up with Lauren Boebert, Ooh, she has now. now been removed from the House Freedom Caucus. This oh does matter God. to Marjorie this, Taylor. This is kind of a big shake. This is shake-up. huge. This is Mean Girls Part Two. <laughs> it really is, and obviously Marjorie Taylor Greene in the House Freedom Caucus. Uh, this has been a big constituency for her. Um, this has been a big, I guess, click that she has been a part of mm-hmm. in Washington, D.C. for a long time. And her constituency tends to agree with much of what the Freedom Caucus stands for. Again, despite the fact that they are as uh, they they will bend to the winds of change uh, more than a goddamn airplane wing <laughs> in the worst possible way. Nonetheless, Marjorie Taylor Greene has been removed from its ranks. According to Representative Andy Harris, a Republican out of Maryland, Harris said a vote was taken to remove Marjorie Taylor Greene from the House Freedom Caucus for some of the things she's done. Really clear there. Um, The House Freedom Caucus does not comment on membership or the internal process. What I do like is this is why I do like voting, because you can't pretend she can't be like, well, I have some enemies and some friends like, no, they voted. It's now it's a it's a number. It's a mathematical formula. No one likes you. Get out of here. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right, right. Yeah. And also, I just I mean, it's fascinating because Marjorie Taylor Greene was on the McCarthy side. Remember the 15 rounds of voting it took for McCarthy and Boebert and Matt Gates and that whole crowd, the Freedom Caucus crowd. They were holding out on McCarthy, trying to hold his feet to the fire to get, I don't know, whatever else it was that they were after. They got everything they wanted. Exactly. That's what Matt Gates even said. I pretty much got everything I wanted. So I wonder what Marjorie Taylor Greene had to do to piss these people off even more. Or again, if it's just a mean girl situation and they're just like, you know what? We like Lauren better and we're going to her party. Well, you know, it is high school on steroids. That's all that Washington oh, yeah. is. Mm-hmm. So it does have that quality to it. This is what Marjorie said. She says, in Congress, I served Northwest Georgia first and served no group in Washington. Mm -hmm. My America first credentials guided by my Christian faith and forged in steel, seared into my character and will never change. (laughs) I want to kick her out of everything now. There you go. So she's she's forged in steel. Yes, indeed. Uh, And then she just said how she fights for Americans and doesn't care about the Freedom Caucus. But of course she does. And uh, this might be. Again, 
some blowback, as Travis said, for her supporting Kevin McCarthy after he got a lot of blowback for the debt bill deal that many people in the Freedom Caucus did not like. Uh, Lauren Boebert said that that Marjorie Taylor Greene was the straw that broke the camel's back when it comes to pushing through uh, McCarthy and allowing him to uh, take charge. Mm. So it's interesting that she is now gone, and we'll see what that means for her political future. Speaking of political futures, a D.C. bar panel has recommended that Rudy Giuliani be disbarred. Uh, this is recent news, despite the fact I thought this already happened. Isn't <laughs> it already times. disbarred? I thought that was another, that California already is working on disbarring him. New York, obviously, was going to disbar him. Wherever he's allowed to be a lawyer, they are now allowed to disbar him. So I think this is just another, you know, notch on the bedpost. Man, what a fucking loser this guy turned out to be. His kids hate him. His biggest claim to fame was being on the cover of the National Enquirer as Bat Boy. So the D.C. (laughs) Bar Association has recommended that Rudy Giuliani be disbarred over his efforts during the uh, 2020 election to, of course, undermine and overthrow our democratic process. Uh, They say Giuliani seriously undermined the administration of justice, by bringing a suit, quote, seeking to change the results of the 2020 presidential election when he had no factual basis and consequently no legitimate legal grounds to do so. So Giuliani, not a mayor, barely a lawyer, <laughs> kind of a talking head. <laughs> I what a what a abysmal final 20 years for this guy. Yeah, what a downfall. I think the only career path. He has left for him is being a drag queen because he was great at drag. He did it all the time. He looked great. He might as well. And Giuliani is the only person in the country being like, 9-11 was good for me. (laughs) (laughs) What's wild to me about this story is that it's all Trump related, but none of it will affect Trump. This will be what the third lawyer that will be disbarred related to Trump, related to this. Any effect on him, boys? Any effect on him? I don't think so. Just in terms of another loyalist going down. Right. How many more loyalists? I know uh, we, we sent that article in our group chat, too, about the the um, the driver, right? The chauffeur for Trump who yes. has yes, pled not guilty and may flip. I mean, again, it's just how many more people need to go down for this guy? And Giuliani's just another one of those saps. And we're going to see. Yeah. So Walt Nada, that's the uh, they're calling the bag man. Which, I don't, <laughs> he's the valet. He's a fucking driver. Yeah. yeah. He's the bag man. Oh, <laughs> you'd be surprised the amount of. Shitty, shady stuff the drivers have to do for their political candidates. I I know. I totally believe that. But he has pled not guilty. And uh, I I would imagine he would flip, I would think. Right. Um, Yeah, would you not? We're still waiting to hear. We're still waiting to hear Jack Smith and the uh, special counsel. We'll we'll see what they got on him because we haven't really heard yet. So Mm -hmm. who knows? And they've also spent well over five million bucks now in the Trump case. So. That's a that's fun. The thing yes. about him is uh, he's a, he's a target that they're going for because he doesn't have a bunch of million dollar lawyers right. behind him. Right. You know, and, and he doesn't he knew, have a Giuliani. Yeah. He knew what he was doing because Trump told him what we're doing is illegal. And then he still did. <laughs> yeah. You know, so like, <laughs> I know. I'll move those boxes, boss. Don't you worry. Yeah. So. I know he was just trying to do a good job. Again, he's kind of like a Doberman. Again, uh, you, know, you may want to take a bullet for me, Ben, but I don't think we're going to commit federal crimes for each other. No, but, yeah, you know, no. no. 
but I'll jump in for a bullet for you, Ben. Oh, thank oh, you so much. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Travis. No uh, yes, thanks of to course, you. Uh, of course, yes. No, of no course, bullets. I, I love a good bullet. Mm, yum, yum, yum. No bullets will be fired whatsoever. All right. So these stories, basically, they lead up to what I think is a big story here. Why no one has any faith in the United States institutions. Mm. So right now, this is according to a Gallup poll. Historically low faith in U.S. institutions continue. When it comes down to how many people have faith in small business, 65% say small businesses. We got faith in the small businesses. The military is at 60%. Uh, The police, it's not recorded. (laughs) It was at 51% in June to July of 2021. And then they just stopped recording it. Yeah, the drone oh, stopped releasing the data. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so those are three, uh, of, you know, well, other than the police, but the military and small business, people still have faith in those two things. The police, I'm assuming, is under 50%. And then from there, it really gets horrible. The U.S. medical system, only 34% of people have faith in the U.S. medical system. This is not sustainable. And of course, I don't blame them because insurance doesn't cover dog shit. You pay out your ass and then you get sick and they're like, yeah, you um, you have a you coughed in 2012. (laughs) It's a pre-existing condition. (laughs) It's horrendous. It's so expensive. And this is further evidence that we need to have a different medical system in this country. 34 percent is nothing. What do you expect? Uh, We just had a close friend. uh, uh, Get a, a pen, appendectomy, $140,000. What? Yes. Wow. Yeah. Put so. it back in. <laughs> I <Yeah>. mean, <laughs> geez Louise. So 34%. And I'm actually surprised it's that high. All right. of these numbers are only go, getting lower. The church or organized religion is at 32%. The U.S. Supreme Court, only 27% of Americans have faith in the United States Supreme Court. I don't understand how we can... How, You know, they can say it's the lay of the land. They can say it's the law of the land for Mm -hmm. whatever they want. But if if there's a critical mass of people who are just like, no, Mm -hmm. I don't know. What are nine people in robes really going to (laughs) do? Right. Well, get their drones on you (laughs) and uh, and force you to comply. Absolutely. So 27%, basically three-fourths of America, do not like the United States Supreme Court when it comes to banks 26% of people have faith in those. Public schools, 26%. The presidency as an idea, 26%. That's pretty good. good. Organized unions at 25%. Anyway, I'm just spouting numbers here. But you can see roughly three-fourths of Americans just have no faith. Public schools, the presidency, banks, the U.S. Supreme Court, labor unions, those have no, there's no faith anymore yeah. for any of those institutions. Three those, are, those are key. Yeah. That's what built this country in the first place. And Lord knows, what does this mean? Where, where are we headed from here? So that's kind of the institutional um, lack of faith in the institutions from that perspective. And then we also have these sort of cerebral newspapers, things of that nature. Mm. Newspapers, only 18% of Aww. Americans have faith in newspapers. Isn't Let's that sad? Well, that's only because 18% of America gets newspapers anymore. <laughs> well, we still read our papers. I mean, I assume they mean digital newspaper, too, in the same uh, yeah. way. Yeah, oh, that's the sure. thing. I love my journalists. I know so many good journalists doing great work. But in terms of the media conglomerates, they're killing mom and pop newspapers all over this country. 
They are. And you get so much misinformation, so much one-sided yeah. information. Lie by omission is really the best you can ask for. Other than that, it's just outright lies. Criminal justice system, only 17% of Americans have faith in the criminal justice system. That would make sense. Television news, 14%. Big business, 14%. And Congress, the people uh, that are bought and sold by the former at eight freaking percent of the American Ooh. people. Wow. That is crazy. 92% of the American people don't like Congress. Oh, my God. I think 92% of America just doesn't like Major Taylor Green, but then she yeah. brings down the average. You know, it's like when people take the SAT. But if you don't like big business, I mean, this is a corporatocracy that we live in. That's more of an indictment, I think, than people not liking the presidency. The fact right. that the presidency is still double digits and uh, – well, about 12 points higher than big business does show you how fucked we have become when it comes mm. to the Amazons of the world and when it comes to workers' rights and treatment and just people's overall assessment of how big business has been taking care of them. Right. I mean, look at Northrop Grumman. I mean, I think all of those, you know, the the uh, the spills, the chemical spills time after time after time after time. And then, of course, it's on the people uh, to foot the bill and clean up the mess. Well, I think you made a great point there, Ben, about about the former uh, basically being indicative of, of the latter, right? Again, it's the fact that we are in this corporatocracy and all these corporations do own and operate essentially every level of our government. And we just this year finally got exposed to the fact that the nine justices in robes that are supposed to be so uh, righteous and so independent, they're all bought and sold by billionaires too. And these are billionaires you've never heard of. You know, you've heard of the corporation, but you don't necessarily see the face of right. the chairman of the board of the corporation. But those guys got yachts, they got planes, and they're taking those nine dudes in robes or ladies, depending on your preference, to wherever the hell they want. Right. Absolutely. What is it? Crow? Harlan Crow. Harlan Crow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Ex really. And exposed is right. I think of uh, 8% is the reason is because now we're seeing them. We're able to see them live. We watch everything on the TV, on right. the YouTube. And the most vocal ones, the most like out there ones are people like Marjorie Taylor Greene and Kevin McCarthy and Lauren Boebert. And we see them be absolutely ridiculous. So when I see that, I think of them as like cockroaches. You know how during the yeah. day, the, co the cockroaches that you see during the day are the really dumb, really like lame ones because they weren't able to, oh, they aren't smart enough to run away. Yeah, so right. if I'm seeing Lauren Boebert's and MTG's on the screen, what are they doing behind the scenes? So oh, I absolutely. understand having no faith and no no trust in these people. Well, true, and that's true. where I would only try to push back on America that have a little more faith in the media and journalism and freedom of the press because they're the ones shining that light on the Harlan Crows and the Marjorie Taylor Greens and the Lauren Boebert's and all the terrible things that they are doing behind the scenes. Let's get that 18% back up. Some of them are. Uh, yes, of course, when it comes to newspapers, I still, newspapers are still the last bastion mm -hmm. of, uh, of freedom in many ways. TV news, it's just in, uh, irreparable. Sure. Um, I mean, you still have your democracy nows and stuff, but yeah, it's, it's just insane. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.
Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. And when it comes to military, what what's going on right now is interesting with Ukraine. So the U.S. is stepping up. This war is getting even more serious than it was, and obviously it was very serious to start with. But the U.S. has uh, decided that it's going to start sending cluster bombs to Ukraine. Ooh, so oh, there you go. A lot of fun. money to be made there. And I'm sure like um, right after... Whatever corporation is making these cluster bombs, who do you think we got here? Mm. Dude, I just I I think the the USA mm. just got a kill streak is what this means, right? Oh, good. Yes. But I it's like diff- it. yes. it's Raytheon. It's uh, you know, yeah. it's mm. probably Elon's delivering them on his rocket ships. Oh, Might so, be, yeah. yeah. There's yes. a lot of money to be made from these cluster bombs. Ben. It's not so, quite a cluster fuck. It's not quite a bomb. It's a cluster bomb. I love it's it. It's a it's a cluster bomb indeed. So just after Loving, uh, I don't know, just after they just took their pride flags down. And now I guess they got to start making cluster bombs. They're going to well, be rainbow colored. The that's bombs, really yeah. sweet. Yeah, yeah. Thank after you the so pride much, flag Raytheon. comes down, that American flag goes right back up for 4th of July. Bow, 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 bow. Woo, here we go. So Russian and uh, Ukraine forces may have used cluster bombs before. They break apart in the air and release large number of smaller bombs. They call them bomblets. Isn't that cute? It's a bomblet. That's cute. (laughs) And then, of course, they spread around a large area. It's basically something. It's it's mervd. You know, it's a it is a way to make a single bomb many many bombs that will cause much more destruction. Interestingly enough, in two thousand and eight, one hundred and twenty nations under the Convention on Cluster Munitions, said that this was banned. So Russia and Ukraine and the U.S. have all declined to sign the treaty. So that works. Yeah. See, there you go. We didn't sign the treaty. Well, you know, I'm just going to explain why they're dangerous just to put a visual. So these, the little bomblets. They're they're bomblets. Yeah, so they go everywhere and they don't necessarily detonate. So you could be right. digging one later up. They, they kind of work like the way landmines work in other war-torn countries. Exactly. Yeah, that's what I heard on NPR today. That's why everyone's so nervous when they're so bad. You plant them today and you get a big bomb tree whenever some kids walk across a field in 20 mm, years. Brutal. The White House has said this week that they are providing cluster munitions to Ukraine under, um, I'm sorry, they... They're debating it still, oh, but it's done. It. It's already over yeah. because they said it was under active consideration. Hmm. They're already oh, there. That means they're putting them in the box. It's over. Yeah. They've been used. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Um, that war will continue to uh, be brutal and horrible. And Human Rights Watch said in a report that uh, these weapons inherently indiscriminate, which is a problem in war. Right. Ironically enough, that's an area where discrimination is probably good because you don't want to kill the people you don't want to kill. <laughs> So uh, they also have a thing called the dud rate. So that's what we were discussing. They don't explode. And of course, because of that, unintended civilian deaths occur. Ukraine fired cluster munition rockets into the Russian controlled areas and uh, in the eastern Ukrainian city of Izum last year, causing many casualties among Ukrainian civilians. So they killed themselves. That's what the rights group said. 
It cited, uh, and again, this is this is Human Rights Watch, a great organization. They said that 100 residents were killed. The Ukrainian attacks killed at least eight civilians and wounded at least 15 civilians as well in the city of Izum. So there you go. This is the mind-boggling thing about weapons of war. You got your cluster bombs now. The cluster bombs are basically the new version of mustard gas in World War mm. One. that the British, right? It doesn't sound as yummy. It doesn't go great on a hot dog. It yeah, was I like ketchup gas. <laughs> killer gas that the British tried to use on the Germans, but then the wind was all blowing it back on the British yes. troops, so they gassed their own troops. And Ugh. just just to clarify, they interviewed 100 residents in Izum, and they found that eight civilians were dead and 15 uh, civilians were uh, were injured. So, oh, well, that's Ukrainian, not bad. <laughs> the Ukrainian military killed Ukrainians by using these cluster bombs. Well, your it's just not good. Your assumptions on that weren't wrong because though these types of bombs, like again, landmines, they mostly kill civilians, and usually when they don't kill them, they horribly maim them, and it's usually yeah, children. It's brutal. usually children, according to Mary Wareham. Uh, speaking of mustard. Mm. <laughs> She says cluster munitions used by Russia and Ukraine are killing civilians now and will continue to do so for many years. Both sides should immediately stop using them and not try to secure them uh, as the uh, as the war continues. And it seems as if that ain't going to happen because there's a big contract coming their way full of weapons. Hmm. There you go. That's an interesting case of what's happening. The land war in Europe continues right i'm interested to see which uh house of representatives or senators have uh, bought a bunch of stock and cluster bombs after having that that very uh private meeting with their military contractors yes. no yes. wonder their approval rating so high right now yes yeah, so perhaps that can explain why the military although still relatively high at 60 percent of uh, faith in it. I mean, I guess when it comes to faith in the military, we do explode things. Yeah. So I guess from that perspective, (laughs) they do that. They do do that. uh, They do do that. Also, when it comes to the medical system, as I mentioned earlier, uh, the medical system is at 34%. Well, I wonder why a study from the university of Washington, it was released this week. They say that when it comes to racial and ethnic groups, Um, There has been sharp increases in maternal mortality. Studies over the past decade or so have often revealed large disparities between black and white populations in maternal mortality rates, particularly in the South, where poor access to health care, gaps in insurance coverage and other social supports have historically been associated with high mortality rates. Uh, This is what uh, an individual said here. This is from Dr. Greg Roth, a cardiologist an associate professor of medicine at the University of Washington. They say the map of maternal mortality looks like the map of social determinants of health. Regardless of what the political situation is in a particular state, state of determinants of health are going to drive maternal health. One of the key messages here is that we have to focus on women's health before, during, and at the time of delivery and after pregnancy. That sounds a lot like easily accessed, universal, low-cost primary care along with high-quality obstetrician care. However, of course, that doesn't happen. In uh, Mississippi, for example, there is obviously a total abortion ban. And basically what's happened right now is um, that mothers are dying at a much higher rate than they were in the 90s. Right. 
it's insane to go backwards here. More than 150% increase for indigenous people in five states when it comes to maternal mortality. Um, so, you know, Native Americans are getting hit super hard by this. Uh, wealthiest country in the world. And we can't have women giving birth safely. It's freaking nuts. And right. this, is, this isn't just affecting, you know, a certain uh, class of women. It seems to be affecting all women. And it's mostly related specifically to race. I mean, we just had the gold medalist die last month. Uh, Tori Bowie. She she mm. was eight months pregnant. She died in childbirth in her bed. So it's just it. I mean, isn't it crazy? Like you just said, we have the one of the richest. Yeah. We are the richest country in the world. We got the biggest cluster bombs on all the planet, but <laughs> right. we can't literally give women a healthy pregnancy. I mean, it's it's insane. The Journal of American Medical Association. They said this was this past week that five states, Louisiana, New Jersey, Georgia, Arkansas and Texas saw a 93 percent increase. In black maternal mortality. Wow. Yeah. 93% yeah. increase. It's crazy. I mean, again, you know, the study, as you pointed so out, double. done from uh, 1999 to 2019. So 20 years, but we're basically now take this study and then add to the fact that now Roe v. Wade is made it even worse for maternal care in a lot of these states. So you're really just doubling down. We're basically at a point where the maternal death rate is almost as bad as it was back in the Oregon Trail days, right? Where I mean, women nuts. would die during childbirth all the time. And to your guys' points, I mean, we are the richest country. We have some of the best health care available. If it is available to people, the problem is it's not being given to the people who need it most. I would like to see the pro-lifers take on this issue because this, again, is about protecting life, is it not? Absolutely. Researchers also showed 162% increase among indigenous people in Florida, Kansas, Illinois, Rhode Island, and Wisconsin. And it doesn't end there. In five states, Illinois, Missouri, Michigan, and Georgia, and Kansas, an 83% increase in Native Hawaiian or other Pacific Islanders or Asians. That's an 80, 83% increase uh, over these uh, past 20 years. And pregnant Hispanic people or those who'd recently given birth in Indiana, Minnesota, Georgia, Tennessee, and Illinois died more than twice as often in 2019 than two decades before. And that's so, the crazy thing. It's red states. It's blue crazy. states. It's all over. It's everywhere. It's an indictment on the entire medical system, which is why 34% of people somehow still agree with it, but the vast majority don't. So it's coming at it from, it's it, the, it's a compounding, basically, an issue. So on one end, we have people not trusting institutions. They don't trust the doctors. And when you talk about these these uh, all these statistics that you're talking about, I'm sure they can correlate directly with people that don't trust doctors. Well, and if then, you don't have health insurance either. You can't get the care you need. Or, and then you can't afford it. So not only right, you don't trust right. them and you can't afford it, Ben, you're yeah. not going to go to the doctor if something's wrong. Sure. You just so right. won't. You know, there's some people who are perhaps, you know, ignorant on what steps they need to take when when pregnant. And then they don't listen to the doctors again because they don't trust them. And then some want to listen to the doctors and they can't because they don't have insurance or their health insurance doesn't help them out. I mean, it's help them out. I mean, that's their job. It's it's absolutely asinine that uh, the world is getting worse in one of those things that I, I feel like this is like caveman stuff. Truly. truly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oregon Trail stuff. I mean, absolutely. Anyway. All right. Um, let's see here. Just lastly, when it comes to jobs, there was an increase. Private sector companies added 500,000 jobs in June. Uh, so that was more than double than expected. We did it, Joe. So we did it, Joe. So that's interesting. <laughs> also, uh, people have quit quitting their jobs, which is kind of interesting. 
I guess that they've settled back in after the pandemic. And um, well, we looked outside. We saw how bad it was. We're like, nah, I'll work it out. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And then lastly, uh, the QAnon leader conspiracy uh, cult leader guy, Michael Protzman, he died. Oh, yeah, he was, the medical, he was, medical system couldn't save him. No, nah, giving birth. He was giving no. birth to a new conspiracy. No, he he died in a dirt bike crash. Oh, yeah. Well, but he well. did say that JFK was going to reappear. So I guess he can hang out with him now <laughs> and then you can ask him, like, what happened? So there are some conspiracy theorists, obviously, who think he was killed. But right. I don't think that I think he probably fell off his bike. Yeah. You know, they're dangerous. My yeah, nephew yeah. just broke his clavicle on one. Those 60 years dangerous. old. Yeah. <laughs> he was oh. known to the Q people as negative 48. And mm. he had 100,000 followers. Oh. So not something. That's a Where cool were those name. followers? Like yeah. people or like on Reddit? He's, he claimed that uh, <laughs> he claimed that JFK was going to reappear. And then, then he was going to reinstate Donald Trump as president. Right. I, that was a classic. So Low that, IQ and on theories. Are <laughs> so that's going to happen. <laughs> And then he said that Donald Trump was going to uh, persecute the global cabal of pedophiles and blood drinking liberals. Oh, yeah. So there this we go. Good. This was classic 2020 stuff. And classic he, 2020 stuff. So he, he's dead now. He knows who they are because he is one, right? Like Trump. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so anyway, the world lost another one. Aww. But Q is another example of why a society that has no faith in journalism and newspapers or mm-hmm. TV news, yep. right. why can it flourish? Because if you don't have faith in anything, you'll have faith in something. Or if you have faith in nothing, you'll have uh, faith. If you whatever. don't stand for anything, you'll fall for anything. <laughs> yeah, sure. Take That's it. what it is. <laughs> Fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice. I must be with Q. I must be with Q. So he's he's dead now. So isn't that something? God God must have needed someone to, to run for Chan in hell. <laughs> oh, there <laughs> it is. That's funny. God needed that? All right. <laughs> yeah. All oh, right, everyone. Great. Well, thank you for listening to this episode. Look, I went off on robots a little bit there. Well, you know, yeah. you're not wrong, Ben. No you're one seems wrong. to like anything. Hopefully, right, at least 18 percent of our listeners still like us. That's good yeah. numbers. I'll take that all day. Yeah, that's of that's basically it. Well, for all the folks who got tickets to San Diego show, we will see you on Sunday at Mike Drop Comedy San Diego with. 100% more Ed Larson. You know 100% yeah. of Ed Larson fans love Ed Larson. And if you can't see us there, we'll be in San Francisco at Cobb's Comedy on Sunday, July 16th. Wise Guys Comedy Club Whoa. in Las Vegas, July 23rd. And, of course, Ontario Improv in Ontario, California on July 30th. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Anything else? No. No, that's it. Okay, hail yourselves. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors, you can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio... And producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. 
Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts.